Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Trooper Talk podcast. I am your host, Tyler, alongside my brother. He's not here. Um, Chris is not here for this episode of Trooper Talk. He is sick. Um, So he gave my blessing uh, to record this episode because we don't know how uh, long he's going to be down. Uh, hopefully he's all rested up before the finale. So uh, we're praying for you, man, and uh, we're sending good, positive vibes and prayers your way, uh, making sure that you get better, have a speedy recovery, so you can get back next week to talk about the finale. Uh, but we're going to talk about some Star Wars. We're going to talk about some Mandalorian tonight. We're going to talk about uh, Episode 7 of Season 2, Chapter 15 of the mandalorian um right off the bat i'm not gonna say that this was a a bad episode i actually think this was a good episode uh i thought it was oh i hit my mic i'm not editing that out these this is trooper talk uh (laughs) i i'm not gonna say it was bad um there were a lot of moments in the episode that i actually thought were great um but it was probably my least favorite episode um, you know, and, uh, I thought everything was great. Um, I'm not going to say it was filler. There are some people who are complaining. They think it's filler. Uh, I, I'm not going to go that far. I, I don't think it's filler. It actually has a purpose. It serves the story. Uh, but we're going to get right into the recap. Starts off the episode with, uh, where the New Republic keeps some of its prisoners in this scrapyard where they seem to be scrapping pieces uh, from Imperial uh, ships. Uh, Bill Burr um, actually is uh, taking apart a TIE fighter, it looks like, or it could be a TIE interceptor. Um, And the entire time this was going on, I I thought, man, the New Republic is a lot like the Empire. Um you know, not enslaving you. I mean, these are bad guys. These are prisoners, but still, man, it, it was just, it's its a little brutal. Um, Cara Dune shows up to get uh, inmate three, four, six, six, seven out to help them um, get the coordinates where Moff Gideon is. It looks like Cara Dune has, in fact, joined the Republic full force. Uh, which I think is fitting for her character, but I also think that it kind of sets up the possibility of her character dying. Um, and there's a lot of theories on the internet about that that you can go look up. Um, it really feels like her character is coming to an end, which I think if they do that, it would be a shame because this character has not had enough opportunity this season to grow, in my opinion. We've only seen her, um, you know, one full episode besides this one this is her second full episode um and and then you know the next one will hopefully be her third hopefully not her last we'll see um season's been amazing so far and then we see boba fett getting out of the slave one brand new paint job on his armor um it looks cool i love that the dent is still there but at the same time i i i do enjoy boba fett's armor as scarred as weathered um not a huge complaint. I'm a huge fan of Dad Bod Boba. I mean, I think I've never liked Boba Fett. I mean, I've liked him, but I've never cared about him uh, until The Mandalorian. So 
Uh, new paint job. It's looking. It's looking sick. Uh, the man Mando gets Bill Burr because I don't remember his name in the show. I just look at him and I'm like, it's Bill Burr. Um, gets Bill Burr off the planet, and they're gonna go to another planet where they are mining. Um, this episode is called The Believer. Chapter 15, The Believer, by the way. Uh, where they are mining material, um, I assume for weaponry and explosives. I love this planet, wherever they're at. I think that um, it is really lush. Uh, and and I, I just, I don't know. Like I said, this episode, now that I'm rewatching it, maybe I was a little harsh. I still think, like... Ah, man, it's hard. I, I didn't... I did not hate this episode. Um... Th I didn't. I just... My wife and I were both, like... Like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what... What to think of it, you know? I... I, I uh... Anyway. Um... They go to this planet, they are like, okay, we have to get in this Imperial, like, stronghold. Uh, Mando makes a tough move, uh, which I thought was interesting, and they mug these troopers and take their, um, their outfits. And they carjack this awesome freaking vehicle. Star Wars and their vehicles is one of the most important things in terms of collecting um, and stuff that I really enjoy. I really love the vehicles. This thing is awesome. I won't be shocked to see if we see a vintage collection um, product of this. So they mug the vehicle and they take it. And we see them going through a village. Uh, the Imperials have taken control of this planet. I'm probably abused these villagers. Probably used them for slave labor, we assume. Um and then we start getting attacked by some pirates, uh, which is really cool. They were driving these little skiffs, and they're trying to blow up the, uh, is it Rodanium? Rodanium, I think. I'm having, like, I listen to it. I have the episode playing silently in the background. Rhydonium, I believe. One of those. Um, they're trying to blow up the Rhydonium. Uh, just because, I assume it's just because, you know, we're, you're on their land, you know, you're doing bad things, we're just trying to freaking kill you, we don't care, you know. Um, but I love the little skiffs they're on, because it's reminiscent of, uh, Jabba's skiffs on Tatooine from Jabba's Palace. Uh, so I really loved it. We see Mando just freaking fighting, his blaster runs out of ammo. And what I really like about this fight is, you know, in the past, when I'm watching it, sometimes I think of Mando as almost this Superman character. This invincible being, you know, because the best car is just so tough. Um, it can take lightsabers, it can take laser blasts. Um, but he has to legitimately fight on this, and he's getting hurt. Um, but man, he, he makes quick work of the pirates for sure. He, uh, he freaking spears one of them. It falls out, and the pirates just keep coming. Um, they eventually, uh, they beat the pirates. A couple TIE fighters fly in, take the rest of them out, and Mando and Bill Burr get the, uh, the Rhydonium into the Imperial, um, base. 
Uh, and this is another thing I really enjoyed. I really enjoyed seeing the stormtroopers uh, saluting these guys because it kind of gives you a different view of these guys. A lot of these recruits, they don't believe that they're on the wrong side because we know that originally, you know, these troopers were clones. Okay. Um, and as time goes on, the clones faded out, the clones died, and the Empire did not clone more troops. Because the Empire is cheap, you know. It, the Rebels uh, were using less numbers, better technology. The Empire uh, was using cheaper technology, but lots more of it. Um, so they were just recruiting people. And, you know, that's why Stormtroopers are not, they can't shoot well, etc., etc., um, so these guys they recruited, man, they're just celebrating because they genuinely think that they're on the right side. Um, and I just, I like that, um, that aspect. All, you know, the shore troopers, who are the brown uh, color, really cool looking stormtroopers, and the regular stormtroopers think that they are on the side that they're supposed to be on. The Empire, and the galaxy enjoys order, whether it wants to admit it or not. Um... So in the lunchroom of all places is the computer where they need to get the coordinates to where Moff Gideon is. Bill Burr notices that there is a uh, general or uh, someone have higher uh, higher up that he used to serve under, and he's worried that he's going to recognize him. So the Mando walks in uh, in his place because he realizes like I have to do this, um, and he takes his helmet off for facial recognition. Uh, and this is important. This is very, very important in my opinion because it shows that the Mandalorian is going to do anything to get its hands on Grogu because even go against his religion, essentially. Even go against his 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 belief, what he's believed the entire time. You know, we've seen him in the show um, when a man, you know, went, well, with Boba Fett, like he took, or, or Bo-Katan and the other Night Owls, like when they took their helmet off, you're not Mandalorians. You know, he takes this very seriously. He takes his creed very seriously. Uh, but he takes his helmet off. So the facial recognition passes, and he gets the coordinates. Um, uh, he is meted, <coughs> excuse me, meted by um, the uh, Imperial officer. And, uh, you know, Mando, obviously, I kind of thought this stuff was pretty comical because he doesn't know you know what to answer he doesn't know what his uh his designation is he doesn't understand um oh and this guy's name the imperial officer is valen hess i believe um he but he doesn't understand tk numbers so bill burr comes into the rescue because he knows you know he used to be ex-imperial he's ex-imperial and um you know I love the joke of like, oh, Mando, you know, he, he doesn't have, he's hard of hearing. Like you can barely hear, you got to yell at him. And the Imperial officer starts yelling at him. I thought that was hilarious. Um, but the officer wants to have a drink with the two of them. Um, and this is where tensions start to rise. Cause when they are having that drink, Bill Burr kind of starts talking about, you know, oh, this, uh, oh, I got a text. Silence that. Um, he starts talking about how Valen has made some pretty, uh, intense, um, call to, 
um, essentially, from what I can understand, like, destroy hundreds of his own men just for the good of the Empire. Um, and this is when Bill Burr really starts to act. <coughs> Excuse me, I didn't think he had a good enough chance in the last episode he was in, the prison episode. Um, you know, I, I did not care for him there, and this man, he just, just killed it, man. And the scene was so tense, because you can see it on his face, man. Like, Bilber has changed. He, um, he has freaking changed. So, uh, he, he snaps and then shoots the Imperial officer, um, and, uh, you know, they're in trouble. And they get into this big old firefight, um, which was awesome. And then, uh, they have to sneak out, kind of a pretty cool, pretty cool action scene. Uh, they blow up the, uh, Boba Fett picks them up. They blow up the Imperial base by shooting the Rhydonium. And uh, we see a couple TIE Fighters chase after the Slave One. And this is the moment when all nerds freaked out, man. I was watching watching it with my wife sitting there. Boba Fett hit that button and we see the seismic charge. Oh my god. Freaking incredible. Incredible visually. Incredible fan service. This is the third time we've seen the seismic charge, I believe. Um from the slave one and uh wow it's just it's so freaking cool man um so bilber's you know at the end they get the freaking they get the freaking coordinates and mando's like oh thanks man thanks for helping he's like good luck getting your kid back and bilber's like all right i'm ready to go and cara dune's like oh, i didn't see you and he's like oh are you serious and he leaves I would ask, hey, can you at least, like, drop me off somewhere where I have a fighting chance? Like, I don't know anywhere about this place. Uh, but whatever. He's he's just happy to leave. Um, we cut to Moff Gideon. And I swear to God that this lady, she looks like Brie Larson. Uh, but the Mandalorian sends Moff Gideon, Gideon a message. and You have something I want. You may think you have some idea of what you are in possession of. But you do not. Soon he will be back with me. Um, he means more to me than you will ever know. Um, which I freaking was, it was just like a let's freaking go moment, man. Let's freaking go. Um, in the past, the Mando has um, talked about, you know, how he, he you get the sense that... Uh, you know, he cares. Gives me the idea that, no, like, he genuinely loves Baby Yoda. He freaking, like, like, no. Like, he, this is his son. You have his son, and he's coming after you. And it just got me freaking hype, man, for the next, the next episode, the finale. Um, it just... Wow. So, if I were to rank this episode out of a scale of 1 to 10, I'm going to give it an 8. I'm going to give it an 8. It is, I think it's the lowest score I've given uh, anything so far. 
and and that doesn't that doesn't mean it's bad. I will not skip this episode in a rewatch. I think this episode is mandatory. I think it is great. Um, just compared to other episodes, I I didn't. I don't know. I couldn't wrap my head around why I didn't enjoy it so much. I could be wrong. Maybe with a rewatch, it will, uh, you know, change that. Uh, but I, I freaking loved it. And, you know, yeah, it just, it was great. It was great, man. This season has been nonstop. Last season had like a lull in the middle of it. This season, it's the exact opposite, man. Every episode has just been a banger. Even the one that is, in my opinion, not the best is still a banger. So, you know, it was just great. It was great. So, 8 out of 10, that's my official ranking. Uh, next week, I'll ask Chris uh, what his ranking on the episode was. Maybe ask him to give it a little bit of thought on it. Um, but, yeah, I also we're also going to talk a little bit about Disney had their Investors Summit or whatever. It's basically where they announce like everything that's coming out uh, to Disney Plus and beyond. Um, and we have a bunch of Star Wars content coming out, guys. This is a good time to be a Star Wars fan as well as a Marvel fan. The new Marvel phase is going to be freaking incredible. Um, but this is a Star Wars podcast, and we're going to talk about a few of them that I'm excited about. I'm not going to go, you know, I, this will probably be another episode in the future, uh, especially once we know a little bit more about some of these properties, about some of these shows and movies. Um, but we got Rangers of the New Republic, Ahsoka, uh, Andor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Bad Batch, Visions, Lando, The Acolyte, A Droid Story, and Rogue Squadrons. Obviously, I'm most excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, and then after that, I'd probably go Bad Batch, and then Ahsoka, um, and then Acolyte, I think. I'm really interested in Acolyte. I think that one is set at the end of the High Republic and just based off the title alone, you know, who knows what it could freaking be about, man. Uh, I have a buddy, my buddy thinks it could be a Darth Maul story, like a young Darth Maul. Maybe we see Sidious picking him up before the Phantom Menace. Um, I don't know, that could be a stretch, but, you know, we'll see. Um, it is confirmed that Hayden Christensen, uh, the god, is coming back as Anakin Skywalker, and I could not be more excited. I've really grown to love his portrayal of the character um, as time goes on, uh, even though I love, I think it's Max Landis who voices him in the Clone Wars. I think that is perfection. I, uh, I really do love Hayden Christensen's portray uh, portrayal um, as the character. Um, he is extremely monotone at points, but after watching videos like Star Wars Theory on him and uh, other things on YouTube, it kind of makes sense for him to be the way he is because he is meant to kind of be a little messed up. He's meant to be, you know, he was a little boy ripped from his mother, um, has had no father figure in his life, thrown into this, this like, order that is so strict for no reason, um... You know, people are harsh, hard on him. Obi-Wan Kenobi's kind of hard on him in Attack of the Clones. Mace Windu is extremely hard on him throughout the entire Republic, through the whole Clone Wars and stuff. Um, so it would make sense for him to be the way he is. Um, and I just, I really, really enjoy... I don't know, I can't explain it, but... 
Uh, he's coming back, as, they say, as Darth Vader. Um, I had a buddy message me. He asked, do, do I think that he's going to come back in Clone Wars flashbacks? Um, I think that them confirming that he is coming back as Darth Vader is going to just show us in him in the suit, which just adds to so much continuity. Um, I can't wait, man. It's it's literally... I was already excited for Obi-Wan Kenobi to begin with, uh, but now I'm just like, ah, oh, I just can't wait. Also, at the, the eye at the end of Kenobi is a lightsaber, is his lightsaber, I'm pretty sure. I'm fairly certain. Kind of kind of fun. Uh, and we actually did get a trailer for The Bad Batch as well. It's essentially Clone Wars Season 8. Um, the trailer was phenomenal. I, it, it was just so hype. Um, pulling uh, lines from Revenge of the Sith, just similar to how Clone Wars Season 7 did. Uh, the animation somehow looks better than Clone Wars Season 7, The Siege of Mandalore. Uh, which I didn't even think was possible because I, I was just, that whole arc, that final arc was just mind-blowing. Like, I've never seen animation like that in a television show. Um, so, you know, we're getting the Bad Batch. I, I, the trailer's kind of confusing. You know, we see them talking to Mo Grand Moff Tarkin at some point. Um, I don't see the Bad Batch going along with Order 66. Um... I see them taking the chips out because they are so, like, you know, genetically messed up. Uh, or uh, they didn't put the clone in on Kamino because they were like, these are kind of failed clones. And then they trained and turned out to be, like, special forces, basically. Um, but, man, that's going to be freaking awesome. Uh, Ahsoka, I believe, is being made by Jon Favreau and Dave Filoni. Um and it, that, it takes place in the Mandalorian timeline. So that's exciting, man. That is... Excuse me. That is exciting. I'm looking at an Ahsoka Black Series figure that I just got um, in the mail from uh, Season 7 of The Clone Wars. I love this character. It is about time. I, I stand by the fact that it should be Ashley who plays Ahsoka, but... I'm not going to get that. I'm going to get Rosario Dawson's portrayal, which is fine. She did a phenomenal job. I think it's phenomenal casting, but it's not It's not Ashley, and that is always going to bother me. But maybe the show will cement uh, it for me further. Um, the Andor series, this is hype. I mean, Rogue One is amazing. Um, it's... I don't know. I have a love-hate with Rogue One. Sometimes I watch it sometimes, and I'm like, man, this movie's so great. Um, and they in the little teaser that they dropped for the Andor series, um, the guy who plays Cassian said that Rogue One is so great because it brings in new fans and links old fans, and I do love it for that. I love it for the Vader scene, obviously. All the Vader scenes. I got the hiccups. All the Vader scenes. Um... You know, his castle on Mustafar or Mustafar and, and everything else. But uh, very excited for that. Uh, no Boba Fett announcement, which I thought was strange. I'm pretty sure that I thought that one was confirmed. Um, and maybe it'll come later. But uh, as of right now, no Boba Fett announcement, which I'm okay with. I, I really don't want a Boba Fett show, but I'll watch it. <laughs> um, but I just I don't really want it. Uh, Rogue Squadron uh, seems to be a film. 
anyone who played the old Rogue Squadron video games. It's going to be like a fighter pilot film, which I'm I'm super stoked for. I think that's going to be great. And I love that it's coming to Disney+. Plus. I think that's very cool. Um, Rangers of the New Republic. That's going to be freaking sweet. Um, Lando. That's the most interesting one. That one, I'm like, okay, is this young Donald Glover Lando? Or is this Billy D. Lando helping that young woman try to find where she was from? Because that's what he said he was going to do. Um, and at first I was like, I want it to be young Lando. But now I want it to be that. I want it. To, I want Disney to nut up and not be scared to go to that era of Star Wars. This sequel era of Star Wars that they, that they have started there. Um their Star Wars with. I want them to say, okay, we released it. Some people don't care for it. Um, but you know what? Like, we're still going to release content because this is somebody's Star Wars. Because that's what George would do. And they need to follow in the spirit of that and just push forward um, and not look back. Um, Visions. Visions is, I think, like, basically anime. I'm pretty sure that's the one that has, like, Japanese animation which is going to be sick. Uh, Star Wars anime videos on YouTube are awesome. Um, a droid story, I think that's going to be cool. I think that's an R2 show, if I remember correctly. And it's probably going to be, like, an animated thing. Uh, but I love I love that idea. Like I said, we don't know much about Acolyte. We don't know much about a lot of these. But uh, I'm going to give Chris a chance in uh, either the next episode we do... Or the episode after, we'll talk more in detail about some of this stuff. Hopefully, we can, um, you know, get some more information. But we just wanted to record an episode that way we were on time for the finale and we didn't have to do a double feature. Um, so yeah, that's it for Trooper Talk this week, guys. Uh, remember to subscribe if you have not already. Share this episode with your friends. I love you very much. We will talk to you guys next week. May the force be with you always.